Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Planning with Wellness. This is your host, Jose Villanueva. First, I want to say Happy New Year to everyone. Yay, I have a bunch of friends with me today. Um, Some of the regulars, and then I have a new friend that I want to introduce today. But first, I want to say also, I apologize for taking my time in returning to this podcast. There's been a lot in 2022, like many of you can kind of relate, maybe. But that's the great thing about this podcast. We plan with wellness and we do it together. Let's jump right into it. I'm excited to be here today with some of my close friends and dear loved ones. We have my one returning and loving guest, Vincent Brace. Say hello, everybody. Right. And then, of course, you got my girl, Jasmine Wiggs. Yes. She's definitely always got a lot to say. So listen up. <laughs> and today, I want to give a really warm welcome to our good friend, Amy Flansburg. She's one of our dearest friends. <laughs> she's one of our dearest friends, and she's got a lot to say as well. So let's jump right into it. Today's topic is called, Does Money Change the Stresses We Experience in Life? And I think that in 2023, we want to, in the early part of this year, really have a good grasp and understanding that if we're going to achieve any of these um, New Year resolutions that many of us put together, or even just wanting to do a whole 360 in our life, that we are doing it while we're planning it appropriately. So at the end game, we're well, right? So let's talk about that, guys. Okay. How do you, let's let's define first of all what a stressor is. What are some stresses that we can actually talk about first, so that we understand why money might change that or might not? Who wants to go first? Stressors and like whether it's bills, whether you're not at the point where you want to be professionally, career-wise, um, you know your household. It's just it's, it's a combination for things for me. I don't think about too much of like the health stuff and all that other stuff, but. I want to make sure I have an end game to a legacy for my children. I want things to pass on to them, but I want to execute certain things right now in my current life. And I'm, I'm right now struggling and trying to find what that is to make the proper decisions to make sure they're good. That's what that means to me right now. Okay. That's my priority, my children. Amy, what are your thoughts right now on stresses? Like, I mean, give us a little girl. You go those the damn thing, like the rest of us. Talk about it. Yeah, just what are some stresses that you that you think in life might be impacted by having a little bit of chuck change in your pocket? Mm-hmm. So you have some money in there. What do you think might switch up? Um, probably my current job situation. Mm-hmm. Um, that's and- a big one. Getting healthcare. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, healthcare probably, is a big one. Probably be the, two. the biggest ones for you? Yeah. How about you, Vincent? Repeat the question one more time if you don't Okay, just because you're frying chicken. I meant frying chicken. What are some stresses that you let we are defining stresses in life? Stresses are those things that we want to have control of that have. Okay. Um, You know, those are really interesting because I I, I see that a lot of stresses for me that I know, you know, money 
you know, definitely would switch things around. Um, I think planning ahead for even the smaller stresses in life, everyday things that we stress about, not having enough money to maybe put gas in the car with the inflation the way it is with the economy. I mean, we can't even buy a dozen of eggs without without it costing ten dollars. Please, right? Um, so you know, my diet. You know what 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 food we can afford to have in the house, having enough money for day-to-day activities where we're able to just function in the community. Even, you know, you spoke about working. I think that even at work, the many stressors in us, you know, having to have work a nine to five for years on end, you know, and, 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 and for minimal money a year, you know, and the work that they demand of us and what we devote of ourselves to this. I think, you know, like you mentioned, Jasmine, children, I think, yes, leaving a legacy for children, I can completely agree with that. And I think alongside that is also making sure that they have a clear understanding about life, you know, not just so much through my, my model of behavior that I'm giving them, but then also too, because we send them to school. They're in the community on their own. So it's what they're learning in there, out there, and then being able to discern for themselves what exactly might be a, a, a good avenue to walk down in their journey through life, right? Okay. So those are some of the stresses for me as well. You know, how do you think money might change that? I, let, let's just say right now we have fifty thousand dollars a piece. Let's Ooh, let's let's amp it up, okay? Right, because that's I mean, any grant money that I can get or any monies that I can apply for and successfully get without paying back or being able to pay high interest on, or even if it was gifted. I got 50 grand, you got 50 grand, you got 50 grand, and you got 50 grand. How's that going to relieve any of the stresses that we talked about? Listen, what are your thoughts on that? For me personally, it wouldn't relieve anything, but I'll pay off a lot of bills. Boy, isn't that a stressful bills? I would not to quit my day job. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fifty thousand dollars to some is a million dollars. Right. To some, it's a million dollars. To others, that's just not enough. It's just not enough. The way the, the way society is going now, and the cost of living is going down, you have to be making making at least one hundred fifteen grand a year just to be poor. Mm-hmm. Anything under that, mm-hmm. you're, anything under that, you're swimming just below water. Yeah, I agree. I agree too. I mean, I the mean, minimum wage right now. I, I can remember 20 years ago, $15 an hour was an actual good salary for full-time workers, and 20, 25 years later, it is now just minimum wage. It's not even enough because you know, as the world world keeps spinning, time keeps changing. Night turns to day, day turns to night, and dollar keeps rising. Mm-hmm. I agree. Rising. That is the one thing that never goes to sleep. They say the city of New York is a big city that never goes to sleep. I'm sorry, that dollar bill never goes to sleep. While mm-hmm. we're sleeping, it is still working. And I That's think, yeah. What are, what are your thoughts on that, Jazz? So I definitely agree with Vincent and everything that we've been talking about here as well. Um, you know, I've been blessed with opportunities from my work, you know, from my education that has gotten me to be put into certain positions that put me in a higher bracket, right? 
But being in a higher bracket has, I feel like, caused more bills. You know, because now you have a higher mortgage, maybe instead of rental, you have mortgage, you have this and this and that. And then I do, I'm going to stress upon my children. You know, my son, he doesn't get financial aid. I have to pay for student loans. I have to pay for all of that. So, again, it's like what Biggie said, more more money, more problems, right? right? That's how it is. Baby, baby. That's, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> but uh, in reality, I feel that... Where I am in my position, in my life, in my household with my husband, if we had that, right? What I would say is that our mental is focused on our children. We're trying to establish things for them. And I can say that confidently and comfortably because I'm in, I have a good job, you know, we're stable and all that other stuff. So my focus is on them. I have income properties and all of that. And we spoke to Giovanni because he is the eldest. Say, this is what happens when we are not here. Something must have happened. You have these houses. You have this. You will have that. My focus now is now trying to make sure that they're good, that they're secure, that yeah. if something was to happen to us, that we're okay. Right. So. It's a legacy. Like, it is a legacy, a legacy. A legacy, but you have to understand if you really knew me and my husband's background, which I'm not going to say in this podcast, but if you knew our background, our background with struggles and getting to this point in life. I mean, but that's part of that's part of the hustle, and that's part of the. And yeah. I wish, you, and I don't want to coach you, you into. Oh my bad, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, you know, I can I can definitely agree with all of that. And I, and I feel that, that you're, you're speaking about the passion and the motivation behind that. So I can clearly understand that. I do know a little bit about, you know, times that you and I have spoken, you know, as, as good friends and intimately about our past experiences. And I think that yours is a journey that many of us can identify. I know myself, I personally identified. And while I don't want to share your background, I can certainly share mine in that aspect where it's like a lot of what I've learn to accomplish throughout life and, and have gained throughout life to present day has been as a direct result of me coming from a past where, you know, I didn't have a lot of opportunities afforded to me all the time. I didn't have, you know, a, a, a household. I didn't come in a household where, you know, um, opportunities were plentiful and I needed to get out there and learn the, the, the irony and the respect for being able to work and develop my own individuality in the workforce and in the community to understand that if mommy and daddy can't do it for me, then I have to know how to go out there and do it myself. You know, does not, and I know that we share a lot of the similar and same backgrounds. And so I just wanted to put that out there because I felt that that was an important piece to, to express when you're talking about that passion and the motivation behind making sure your family is okay, which is why you do what you do today, you know? But just so you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to do the things that I'm doing now if I didn't have that foundation. So if I didn't have people in my life that were like my grandparents who, my, for, for example, my grandfather who had his own business and, and embedded that business structure in me, my grandmother who worked her butt off 30 plus year in retirement and putting that structure about work ethics. My father, um, 
who just retired. I just want to say kudos to him, congratulations to him, who put again and enforced that work ethic. My mom, who always was the best candidate for any position and always and put that that intellectual um, and reinforcement in us to do better and, and make sure you're smart and you can handle any job that's given to you. I even have my stepmom. My stepmom, Susan, she was great where she, um, she, you know, she had a property. She had like stability and all that other stuff. And my aunts, my aunt Nancy and everyone else that were really good influentials in my life. If I didn't have that foundation, I don't know if I could have been able to accomplish things that I am able to do right now. So I say, I say thank you to them because that's, that's, they're the people in my life that got me to where I am now. What I'm saying is that now because of that foundation, I'm able to see things differently a little bit. Right? I did it for myself, me and my husband, da da da. When we had children, it was about them and just doing things and establishing things for them. Um, Amy mentioned something about healthcare. That's big for me, you know, healthcare. A lot of people are not able to have those opportunities and get into certain things. I'm a big person with that. And I also want to say that, again, I just want to build something for my children to have that if me and my husband are not around, they have that. And I know you said legacy and use the word legacy. I don't even know if it's that. I'm just saying, I'm not saying the right word. I'm just saying that this is what mom and dad did and we did the best we could. To make sure you were okay. And that's it. Yeah. And and I'm going to, and what I have and what I'm giving, my focus, so when you just ask the question, Jose, about the UK, my focus went right into my children and their parents. No, it may, and it makes sense because, and I just wanted to throw that other aspect of like for those of us, and for you know you guys out there in my audience who may or may not be able to identify with what we talk about today, um, it, it's just having the different life um, realities of you know what does that really mean for us in terms of like money, you know, changing stressors in our life, or does it even do that? Can it? You know, because mm-hmm. while well, that is. A, Awesome. But that's a stressor for me. That is a stressor for me. Because a stressor for me right now in my And it's like for those for those parents who can't do that for their children. Exactly. Then what can you teach your children? children So so that they can do it on their own. And I'm just saying for me and where I am in life right now, my stressor is my children. Not to say and dismiss anybody in their focus. It's just that if I was given you just said the assignment, 50k. My first thing is my children. Right. Where I, I, I know how to live in the streets. I know how to be without. I know how to, me and my husband both, we're unified in that. We know how to be without. Mm-hmm. But I don't want our, our children, I, at this stage, they don't know how to be without. Right. My kids don't know how to be without because they look at mom and dad for everything. Julian, my youngest one who's four years old, he don't know anything right now. But my oldest, he Boy, knows, he doesn't you? know what it is to be without. Giovanni is um, 20 years old. He doesn't know what that is. And I know you can relate to that, yeah. Amy, Amy. We do everything for them. Well, let's talk about so, that a I, I want to say that because I want to bring that. I'm sorry, yeah. Jose. I'm just saying You're I want to bring that to Amy because me and her are really close and we have those same journeys and in our focuses. But at the end of the day, anything that's given to us and anything, whatever opportunities like Jose was just mentioning, I feel like right now my journey is about my kids. Right. I, I, I know how to I know how to figure it out by myself and with my husband. We can figure that out like you just said. So from there. a different spectrum, right? Um, 
I mean just knowing you personally, right? So you're um Amy. same and similar. This is Amy we're talking Amy. to. Amy, say something so they know you alive in here. Uh, I'm here, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> She's a little shy. This is her first podcast, everyone. So please be patient with her. But I promise you you'll love her just like we do. And Amy, I just Very wanted good. to I wanted to get in there with you because She's expressing a lot of, I know you can identify with many aspects of what she's sharing, but you from a different spectrum. So you do not have a husband, and that's okay for you to share. Right, we'll and, but you do have adult children as well, right. you know, in the same age bracket as, as Jasmine's oldest child. Tell me a little bit about what that looks like for you in terms of stressors and potentially what that's looked like for you, like Jasmine has expressed. Like over the years, here's what I've done to make sure my kid even understands what this means to live on your own and deal with stresses just like you've been doing. Well, <clears throat> yeah, I just always try to make sure, you know, my kids are good um, as far as they've always had everything that they needed and things like that. But if I, I mean, to go to the question of like, if I had 50K, so I like, I work for myself. So mm -hmm. if I don't go to work, I don't get paid. I don't have health insurance. So it's like you either, I could either work, uh, you know, nine to five job and make crap right. and have health insurance and that, or work for myself and not have any of that and be able to survive. So it's like, you have to pick a battle. Which one are you going to pick? Are not you gonna be able too to, evil. Right. Take care of your kids and make sure they're good and get them everything they need. Um, and my and myself, which is with this job, and then you know yeah. we suffer as far as not having you know dental health insurance. That's huge. Like I can't just go to the doctor. I can't go to the dentist. Um, but when you do, you pay out of pocket. Right. When I do, you I do, have, you have, have them. I have you have to pay out of pocket. But you know, thank you for sharing that because yeah. that, that's huge. Because you know, that's look, real. It's, real. it's real. It's real. And 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 I and I, I know that a lot of people around the world. Are, especially with the political climate that we're going through right now, which is why we're paying ten dollars a, a batch for eggs and gas is like eight ninety nine a gallon. You know, um, that's very real because how many of us out here have to take on that role where it's like I have to pick a, a, a battle between the lesser of the two evils? Do I sustain at minimal cost to my to my you know? Um, uh, uh, way of living or am I able to sustain a way of living and a quality of life and yet have to compromise on something as important as healthcare and how do I juggle that you know that's a stress that in itself is a stressor you know and when we talked about the 50 grand it's like how does that come into play you know, can we use that to alleviate some of the stresses or all of our stresses? You know, 50 grand is just a starting grand. I mean, that's that's yeah, realistic money for most people to get 20, 30, 40, 50 grand. Mm -hmm. You know, can God we do them. it? Yeah, some of us can't even get $10, you know? So it's like, it's an important conversation to be had at a table where it's like, what are our views on like everyone's obsession to get money, but then when we get it, are we gonna get it so that we can alleviate some of these stresses that are driving us to get money? Or what else can help us with these stresses aside from the money, right? Vincent, what are your thoughts on all of this? Again, stressors are what you create for yourself. I'm just gonna put it out there. Um, trying to obtain and control something that you really have no control over. 
you may have control over finances, but after a while, finances take control of you. Yeah. It's just prep. The, way, the world we're living in right now calls for so much when we can get so little. Little value in food, little value in home, little value in car. It's all about the power of the dollar. <coughs> when you become stressed over monetary gain, and you lose focus of the moral game. Moral mm -hmm. game being your family, being your children, being your spouse, being your your grandchildren. You lose focus of spending that valuable time with them because I'm chasing this monetary game. You've already lost. You've already chose your stressor. The money is the stressor. Your family is supposed to be your healer. It's supposed to be your comfort. But chasing, at, all dollars are not good dollars to have. Just gotta put it out there. It is what it is. But <clears throat> it's what you do with those dollars that make the difference. If you got $50,000, do you go out and you blow it out on an extravagant travel or vacation or something like that? Or do you take that $50,000 and you lock half of that $50,000 up for your children? in a trust fund or a CD, something that will gross money. That's smart thinking. You always think ahead. $50,000 is nothing. We blow 50 grand just hanging out, drinking and partying. It's nothing. But what you do with the 50 grand is a total different thing. If you want to blow it out in the street, then oh, there it went. But if you- How easy is that to do though? What do you think guys? So I want to really, really concur and really agree with what Vincent just said, because in this podcast and who you have here, we're in different parts and lives, professionally, mm -hmm. personally, and everything else. So, but because we might be in different positions and, and everything I just said, um, when we presented these opportunities, I feel like we still understand the same reasoning and the same everything that like Vincent was just mentioning right now. It's like, I just feel like for me, I'm not dismissing what Amy is saying because there's a lot of people like that and there's a lot of individuals that are in certain circumstances. I'm just saying for me that I just know that that's me and my husband's goal. Our goal, because I've been with him since I was 16, I'm, I'm about to be 42. Our goal Which is you look just, fabulous, by thank the way. You. If y'all can see her, she don't look a day yes. over 30. I promise you. And why she twerking on my podcast? Right. <laughs> Let's make that noted real quick. But that's just the jeans with my grandma. Right, good jeans. That's good right? jeans. My mom and my aunties, we love the mom. Right. I have my Uncle David, too. Uh, shout out to Uncle David. I hope you're listening to the podcast. Yes, yes. Yeah. I <laughs> All in different places in our lives right now. So also, the only thing I can say is that I don't know what it is. I just have this hunger for my children. I just want to make sure that they're good. I have sacrificed so much. My family has sacrificed so much. My parents have sacrificed so much. I just now feel like I know how to deal with sacrifices. I know how to be at the bottom. You can't tell me what it is to not be the bottom because I've been there. But being not like in the, what Jose said in the beginning. And me and him have those conversations from not having food to all that. We know how to do this at the bottom. What I'm just trying to yeah. say is that from right now, if I'm giving anything, it's about my children. So 
what I'm just trying to say is that everybody's in, in a different place right now. And I feel like we all understand where we're coming from and how, what that would mean, Jose, like you just said, if we had 50K. Yeah, I can probably put that towards my mortgage. I can probably do this and do that. My whole first instinct was like my children. That's all I care about right now is my kids. Me and my husband have the same common goal as our children. So that's where I, I come from. Yeah, no, you know, I'm just glad that we're having a really open conversation about this. And by the way, you guys out there listening, this conversation came about um, maybe just about an hour before we decided to podcast it. And we felt like this was a conversation that we were having um, that was important to share with with, with the rest of the world. Just because I think like we all shared in terms of like quality of life and cost of living and sacrifices in life and you know the the, the battle between you know which of the two lesser of the two evils we, we have to compromise with in life just to make sure that we to some capacity can feel that we are present in the moment even with our stresses you know and, and I think that that's an important um aspect in in wellness that we need to be paying attention to just because um it's not always all about just like relationships and mental health and and political environments and what all we we need to um do to get well wellness encompasses quite a few things you Mm, know yes it does i do want to say that this is just the first part of the iceberg that we're going to tackle tonight. It's a big topic. Um, It's a huge topic. So for, you know, thank you all for sharing this topic with us, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and, 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 and thank you all out there for listening to what we're bringing to the table. I do want to say, as we wrap this up tonight for part one, because we're going to just do another podcast in part two in just a few short moments. But I want to take the time out to say right now that these podcasts will be more regular. Um, Again, I apologize. I know in the last podcast, I did mention that I would be more regular, but the end of the year came, holidays, sickness, and other unfortunate episodes occurred where it really um, demanded my attention elsewhere. But I'm back, guys. And thank you for those of you who've continued to listen to my podcast um, because I am able to see who's listening. For those of you in the Netherlands, thank you. Finland, thank you. Um, Europe, uh, England, thank you. Um, and for all of those um, in, in in the United States who are listening, you know, especially thank you because we're going through a tough time right now. Yes, we are. We are. And and this is an essential piece of our wellness is being able to understand what the stresses are in our life, you know, and perhaps is money the answer? You know, is it? Is it not? Um, for some of us, yes. For others of us, no. But at the end of the day, it's just about identifying it. In the next one, in the next episode to come up, we're going to talk about like what will change that stress? What can we do to even approach these stresses and talk about them a little bit more intimately also. Since we got the 50K out the way, I know I don't know about you, but I know I can use 50,000 in my in my I account. used that yesterday. Right. I mean, I'm good with like even just like a thousand dollars right now. <laughs> That'll get the mom's bills covered. But uh, right, it's like five dollars for the bus. Um, <laughs> thank you all for joining in. And once again, it's always good to be aware, to be alive, and to be in the moment. 
and we can only be doing that together if we're planning with wellness. I'm Jose Villanueva, your host. Stay tuned. We're going to have a part two to this. Good night, everyone.